Out of Bounds. Triple M. Because uh, we're talking Lower South East Football League now, and we are going to one of the absolute superstars of the D-Mill Football Club, co-captain. He is the co-captain, and it's Josh Reeve. How are you, Josh? Good, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, now, before Craney goes uh, into his uh, amazing series of questions that he's got lined up. In depth, I think, Dan. In depth is the question. I need to take you back to last week. Uh, important win for the side uh, against Kojan up. Uh, very good performance, big percentage boost because it's really tight at the moment between second and fourth. Uh, second and fifth, I should say. Yeah, very, very tight there. Um, very crucial for us to get that win. Very slow start, but we did come away with a good win in the end. Was it tough conditions in that game? Because like you say, slow start. It was six behinds to one behind it at quarter time, and at half time you were only up by six points. Was it the conditions that was the main reason, or was it coaching up's pressure? Uh, I, I'd say probably coaching up's pressure. Uh, the weather was pretty good. It didn't come in until... Oh, a bit of drizzle in the third, so no, it's just just a very um, high pressure game to begin with. Before I move on to footy, Josh, here, what's it like having a, a media guru oh, as a dad? <laughs> yeah, no, he he does like to to rub it in now and then and ask how he how he's gone. Likes to get a bit of praise there here and there. Now you didn't happen to hear last year's grand final call, did you? And uh, get some uh, bits of uh, Nigel Reeve action on your on your ears. No, have have not listened to it since. Good decision. Bad, bad memory for for a lot of us. So I haven't gone back to that. Now, so you've got a great competition down there, as Dan just alluded to, between two, you know, you can finish up second to fifth. Does that put extra pressure on? Is that going to set you up in good stead for the finals? Because your next three games are, are pretty much finals-like atmosphere. Yeah, I, I think um, it, it's probably a good thing, our upcoming fixture, um, the games that we've got. It's sort of like a, a little mini finals for us to get into finals. Um, so de- definitely getting our, our game style right and all that. And as long as we come away with the wins, we'll, we should be ready for, for the finals. Must be good, though, because your destiny sits in your own hands, doesn't it? Because you play the other finalists in Imps, Tigers, Southerners. Yeah, good run. All going. So the destiny sits with you guys rather than relying on someone else? Yeah, for sure. Um, we've spoken about that the last couple of weeks, that basically it's all in, all in our own hands. We... We control where where we end up, um, so everyone's sort of taken that in their in their stride. And our training the last couple of weeks has been really good. And what about yourself? What role has the coach had you playing? Has it changed at all from 2018, or you're very much similar? Uh, a bit different. Um, I, I do my tagging roles every now and then to try and shut down an opposition player. Um, move from the wing back into the midfield to sort of get those inside balls and feed it out to the good kicks on the side. <laughs> are, you, are you undersetting yourself a bit understated there, mate? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to put too much pressure on it, but, yeah, I'd, I'd like to give it to someone else that I know is definitely going to hit the target. So Now, the game against um, Imps played against Bridgetown, lost by a couple of points. Did That, that would have added new life to everybody down there to go, hang on, this side is beatable? Yeah, for sure. Um, we we just finished playing up and we're trying to get the get the scores and heard they only went down by a couple of points. Mm. Uh, and that that's definitely uh, put a bit of fire in everyone's belly. Uh, all the other teams that I've spoken to definitely knowing that they are beatable. Um, so everyone's really up and about. 
In terms of your run home, we mentioned it before, Imperials, Tigers, Southerners on the run home. But then the last round, you guys have to sit back and watch everyone else play. And it could be one of those sort of nervy moments. So have you thought about how you guys spend round 17? Because as I said, you guys have to buy that weekend. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, we, we can't do much about it once we finish playing our games. Um, so I believe it's organised that we're all going to have a bit of a get-together and do a bit of a team bonding uh, session um, and see where we end up. In terms of the team itself, um, you've, who's really stood out this season that uh, that's really impressed you inside the team? Uh, really impressed me is Brittany East. Mm-hmm. Um, playing down back, he's played on some really good opponents um, and most of the time he, he will win every contest. Um, he, he really does shoot himself in the, in the foot when he when he doesn't win that one contest out of out of 50. Um, but he, he's really impressed me this year. Now, it is a huge weekend down there this weekend. It's the Todd Cooper Cup. Massive. A couple of yeah. legends of our game. Uh, that'll be a big weekend for you. And does Toddy and Cooper get down to um, have a look? Yeah, both of them uh, normally come down. Coots is getting a little bit long in the tooth now, so I, I don't know if he's coming down this year. Um, they they did come down last year and they're they're brilliant. Both really really good. Uh, definitely legends of the of the respective clubs. Um, hopefully, Imps put on a good show for the Todd Cooper Cup um, this year and uh, get around them. If uh, you're not sure, if you're you know, not quite okay with it, John Todd, John Cooper, the two uh, that uh, it is named after, absolute superstars of uh, football and obviously from the region as well. Um, just, yeah, amazing. I, mean, I think Toddy was Dean Mill and Coop, John Cooper might have been Imps. Imps Would I be right there, Josh? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, Craney's right there, mate. That's oh, a good. good. Nice, excellent. Tick well done, me. Tick nice, me. excellent. And, uh, we'll put that on the I board believe, for you. Is there one medal or two medals? Does each side get a medal or is it just a Cooper... Todd medal. Uh, yeah, no, normally how it works is uh, Toddy and Coops will choose one of the opposition players. Oh, sorry, one one of the their team players who, who they reckon stood out best, um, and then yeah, each team gets a respective medal. That sounds like a great weekend, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and as said, they are absolute legends yeah. from the region. Gee, I'll tell you what, that area down there has produced some oh, outstanding footballers. Incredible footballers. Uh, yeah. And one of them fun. that we're going to talk to in just a few moments' time, uh, that happens to be your dad. Now, any uh, <laughs> anything we need to know about uh, Nigel at the moment? Because we're going to get him on the phone in a few minutes' time. No, there's, uh, he's been keeping pretty quiet ever since he gave out my number to you. To you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did drop him in a little bit, didn't I? Yeah, I had, had a chat to him and he, he, he did say straight off the bat, did you get a call or anything like that? But no, he's been keeping pretty quiet. All right, well, we'll try and break that in just a few minutes' time when we get him on the phone. Hey, we wish you the best of luck, not just for this weekend, but for the rest of the season, because as I said, it is a massive, massive run home in the Lower Southwest Football League. If you get the chance, get out uh, and have a look at the Todd Cooper Cup. Imperials taking on Dean Mill, happening on Sunday, 2pm start. It will be an absolute ripper. Josh, thank you very much for your time. Best of luck, as I said, for the rest of the season. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Out of Bounds. Triple M. Uh, I call the show Out of Bounds. I really should just call it the Reeve Hour. Um, it's changing face oh, of Out of Bounds, isn't yeah, it? I know. And like I said, we should have called Cliff Reeve to do this hour as well because then it would have just been absolutely perfect. But instead, they kept us two on here. 
us mugs. And uh, the good news is we've been joined by the other rave, the man that we have on every single week to keep us up to date with the Lower Southwest Football League, Nigel Reeve. Hello. Good afternoon, boys. How are we going? We are very good, Reeve. Uh, now, uh, your son, very good. Uh, is he sort of getting a touch of the Nigel Reeve sort of media performer work going on, or what's the go there? <laughs> uh, master Apprentice, eh? Uh, look, nah. He's going all right. He's uh, enjoying his role at the footy club and, uh, yeah, gives it his all. So good luck to him. Yeah, good young lad too, mate. Spoke very well. He spoke very, very well. Um, in terms of D-Mill, and we mentioned it to him, obviously huge win, important win to get that win over Kojanup last week. They won by 70. Um, he said that, you know, Kojanup's pressure really, really good for most of that contest. And at half time, it was really, really close. Oh, it was. And then after half time, D-Mill come out a different side mm. and, and played the sort of footy that uh, we've all expected or hoping that they would play throughout the year. And uh, it's probably not a bad time to, to perform like that. And yeah. coaching up after halftime, we're right in the contest. And then, yeah, dramatically fell away after halftime. But it was a it was a good win by Dean Mill and an important win as far as the season goes. Now, you're a very Dean Mill man. Yes. Have, we haven't seen the best of Dean Mill this year, have we? No, I don't think we have, but... What they showed on the weekend against Kojanup, especially in the last half and, and more importantly the last quarter, was uh, was was quite promising. And, and I think Coach David Fall would be very happy with that, especially coming into the last three games of the qualifying season. If they can take that form in, then uh, you know second spot's still available to them. Uh, in terms of the other two games, um, Tigers obviously getting the job done against Boyer Brook, good for them because they stay in second spot right now. But Bridgetown Imperials, geez, that was one heck of a contest, wasn't it? Well, by all the mail, is that uh, Imperials did everything but win the game. Mm. So um, they ran Bridgetown right to the end. They got a couple of big injuries to, in late in the last quarter, which uh, might have hurt them a, a little bit. But, yeah, what a terrific game of footy. And uh, Bridgetown keep on rolling on, but uh, teams are starting to close in a little bit now. Well, uh, that, it does. It opens up that yeah. little area, doesn't it, when you see a side. Jordan Jump, how good is, <sighs> how good is he? He just continues to kick goals. Yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. He's been fantastic ever since he's uh, come down to Bridgetown and, and into the league itself. So, um, he, he had a couple of weeks out, I think, but comes back and just picks it up where, uh, where he left off. And seven goals in a game like that, well done to him. Up to 44 goals for the season. And the man biting at his heels, Lyndon Muir's on 39. He kicked eight last week for Tigers. So, it's a good little battle it's going on. goal scorers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a good battle going on at the moment in the goal kickers uh, race uh, with just a few weeks to go. All right, let's look at this weekend's fixtures because... Uh, the three of them, there's a lot on the line. Starting off with Southerners, absolute must win. They have to travel to Cogent up, though, in uh, this contest happening tomorrow afternoon at 2.20. Yeah, and <laughs> we mentioned this probably a couple of months ago when we started the program that uh, they don't travel too well, no. but it's a huge game for them. And, uh, yeah, Cogent up at home, uh, obviously four or five goal better team. But I'm expecting Southerners to win uh, second spot. is still on the line for them, and they had a week off last week, so... They'd like to finish the season off strong, and I reckon it'll start this weekend against Kojanup. There's way too much on the line for Southerners, isn't there? But, you know, if you were coaching Kojanup and the players there, you'd want to throw a spanner in the works, oh, yeah. wouldn't you? So um, if they can knock off one of these sides to um, uh, create a bit of difficulty, they'll be all for that. Well, the best so, thing if you're coaching up or bore up Brook for the, for the rest of the season to lose. is to be that sort of, you know, banana peel for the uh, fi- the finalist bound sides and uh, create a bit of havoc. But you also and... want to build into next year. Absolutely. So if you can knock off a couple of these sides yeah. towards the end, yeah. uh, it's a good build-up. Southerners for you, Craney? 
Yes. Okay, good. Well, sorry, Goose, but I just got to do that. <laughs> sorry, Goose. Uh, it's Sunday, 2 p.m., Imperials, Dean Mill. Okay, now this is huge. We mentioned it, the Todd Cooper Cup. This has got a lot on the line. These two sides always put on one heck of a contest, and I get the feeling that is going to be the case once again this weekend because if Imperials win, they might just be able to find themselves sneaking into the top four, or at the very least, they'll be level on percentage. Yeah, and I think if they bring the form they had last week, uh, they might going to find it quite difficult. And, you know, the John Todd Cooper Cup always brings out the best in both clubs and both teams. So, um, look, Demil played some really good footy last week, and, and so did the Imperials. But it's a huge game for both clubs. If Demil can win, they go two games up on uh, Imperials. And if Imperials win, then it just tightens back up again. But I'm hoping once again, boys, yes. that Demil will get over the line. You spoke uh, last week, Imperials, Bridgetown, there was a couple of big injuries. Were they Bridgetown-wise or they Imperial-wise? They were Imperials-wise, yeah, but a footnote on that, Crony, he said, I've got some really good friends in Imps, but I think they might be setting me up because <laughs> Tyler Ipsum is going to be out for two or three weeks with a hamstring, but he, uh, his trainer got him up. Yep. I was just <laughs> looking at that. Name, so if you any uh, soft uh, tissue injuries, go and see this bloke and apparently play the game of his life. So... Uh, He'll be playing, but I don't think there's any other injuries out of that game. Ryan King might have hurt himself towards the end of that game, but he'll come up this week for yeah, sure. I'll tell you what, this is a classic game yeah. of footy, isn't it? And everyone wants that guy's phone number, but anyway, just to make sure that your injuries are all good. Who are you going to go for, Dan? Uh, if you know this bloke, you won't want his phone number. Okay, right, fair enough. <laughs> um, I, just something in me thinks that Imperials are going to win this and, and make this a real tight finish to the final. Because, again, if Imperials lose this, then they're probably you know minimum six points outside of the of the top four and it's going to be really really tough for them so it's a huge game for them I think they'll get up but we'll I see. might go Dean Mill with Josh Weaver best on ground oh. Josh, Josh Weaver <laughs> no, um, if you want to call him Josh Weaver that's yeah, fine as his new has he got a nickname down there Weaver yeah he has he has uh, he didn't tell you no, no. Uh, his nickname is Sonar. It's a son of Nigel Arthur Reed, which, oh, is, which is me. So that's a clever that, nickname. <laughs> that seemed to have stuck over the last four or five years. So he can thank his coach and David Fall for giving him that. I like that a lot. Yeah, the rest good. of the club for just hooking onto it, I suppose. Very good. I almost yep. call him the whale then in that case because have oh. a whale's got Sonar? Or is it dolphins that have got Sonar sort of uh, ability? Anyway, I'm move not on. sure actually, but a Wikipedia that later. Uh, the the final game to talk about is first versus second. This is an absolute ripper. Tigers, Bridgetown at Tigers. Um, I mean, Bridgetown have been going so well, but I suppose Tigers would feel like they're a big chance in this one. Yeah, and obviously so showed some really good form last week. But uh, Bridgetown, you know, it's really tough to maintain that standard as we spoke about last week. But I, I still think they'll be too strong for Tigers, even though they're playing Tigers at home. But it wouldn't surprise me if Tigers got over the line. And for them, that'd be a huge win. But uh, I just think Bridgetown are just too strong at this stage of the season. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you, but gee, those four points for Tigers would be absolutely magic, wouldn't they? Yeah. Bridgetown might have got a little bit of a jolt last week, and I think they'll be pretty cranky this week. Dolphins, by the way, with Sonar. Sonar. Yeah, they're able to, you Let's know. Let's just call him Sonar. They're able to, well, they're able to use sound in order to help them out, and so it's their own natural Sonar. Anyway, moving on. Great round of football coming up. You learn a lot out of out of bounds, oh, don't you? what we do oh, all the sure time. do. Oh, it's great. And your, your t- you know, dictionary work as well. Oh, Crane, without a doubt. always amazing. Lois Hours Football League, round 14. Cracking games on the way this weekend. Make sure you get out and have a bit of a look. See, Nigel, as always, thank you very much, and thank you for wrapping up this amazing Reeve Hour.
<laughs> Cheers, boys. Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M. Very soon we'll go through this weekend's fixtures, round 14 of the Dale Alcock Home Southwest Football League. Volunteer recognition round. Say that 14 times fast. Uh, uh, probably won't. Okay, thank you. Uh, but instead, right now, uh, we've got ourselves a top quality guest. This person, This person just had a big milestone just recently as well. Yeah, we're a little bit late getting to that, so we apologise that. He's the inspirational captain of the Bunbury Football Club. In Brad Blake, how are you, Brad? Good boys, how are you going? Wow, good, inspirational. There you go, Brad. That's uh, and, I was, and I used it twice, Dan, because I thought it was a good word. Yeah, because that was a big rap. That's a bit too nice. That's what Craney does, you see. Hey, I must be really pleased with the way that team bounced back last week against the Eaton Boomers. Big win there. Yeah, mate, real good win that one. Uh, much needed. I reckon we fighting out for. a... In the five this week with Tommy, otherwise, um, still going to be a big game this week, though. Doesn't mean March if we don't win this week as well. Mate, I'll take you back a little bit. We, um, your 150th game Huge. against uh, HPL. Uh, what was the build yeah. up like to that, buddy? Um, it was pretty quiet until it got to about Thursday, and then it went uh, a bit crazy on the Facebook. Everyone was changing their profile pictures and stuff, and I was like, dude, I didn't realize it meant so much. Well, it's such a big deal, to be honest. <laughs> it's amazing what happens when it just gets around and all of a sudden social media just fires up. And obviously we spoke to Matt Giacci last week leading up to his 200th and his yep. Facebook got bombarded and obviously the same happened with you. Is yeah. it one of those things you just able to put the Facebook away for a couple of days? Um, I was actually at work when it all, was all starting to happen and then I went back on, I went on my Facebook and there was just notifications everywhere and I was like, holy hell, I don't think I, don't think I even got through them all. But... Um, I think I, tr- I tried my best to get them all on the on the Monday because I was a bit hungover at home all day. So. <laughs> <laughs> and every right to be made. Hey, does that give you a life membership at the Bunbury Footy Club? It does, yes. Oh, congratulations well to you, mate. Yeah. That must be a very yeah, proud yeah. moment. Yeah, it was good, yeah. Go, Craney, keep going. Oh, that's Anytime all right. you're ready. Yeah, just, right. just jump in with questions. That's, that's all you got to do. That's, right, that's, what you, that's what you're not getting paid for. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. I'll talk to you about I see we've got a yeah, wage no, lift. Yeah, I know exactly. Now, we talked about the um, Eaton Boomers game last week. Fantastic. And yep. your tackling pressure lifted against that game. How do you maintain that tackling pressure to push it into this week? Um, I think it's just all mental for us. We've got to drill it into everyone early because um, we do play our best footy when we're tackling like that. And, um, it's something we've been trying to get. We've been really consistent with it, but we started we started well um, with it on on going through the whole game. So I think it's mainly mental. If we get if each player gets a couple of tackles early, then yeah. Now with uh, with Peak and Martin, mm. you know they're big inclusions to your football side. Are they are they uh, sort of been a bit in in again out again? Are they in for the majority of the remaining games? Yeah, yeah, they have been, and they probably will be for the rest of the year, unfortunately. But um, uh, Peggy's got work away up north, but we get him when we can. And Marto actually lives, I don't know, something like 15 hours away. Mm. So when he's home on holidays is when we get him too. He's out on the Nullarbor somewhere, isn't something he? Something like that, yeah. Uh, he's out at Euclid, I think. Yeah. Well, that is a fair <laughs> way away. I have no idea where it is, but it's there somewhere. Who's paying the travelling costs for that? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't really want to know. Probably, <laughs> probably me. No. Oh, okay. More, more nah, importantly, really. who's kicking the footy with him out at Eucla? Uh His kids, I think, actually. One of his, uh, I think his son is actually quite a good kick for a young fella. Oh, good. It'll be probably a bigger kick than me. I mean, I could only kick 20 metres, I think. 
Got Brad Blake with us here on Out of Bounds here at Triple M. Brad Blake from the Bunbury Football Club. Just recently celebrated his 150th game. Got him on the show right now with myself, Daniel Leach, and Alan Crane. Now, mate, Collie this weekend, I know there's no yep. easy games in the Southwest Footy League, but if you manage to get over them, you play three of the bottom uh, uh, sides in the bottom half, mm. and then you finish with mugs. So a winner this weekend would set you up pretty nicely in the run home. Yeah, yeah, not wrong, and... Uh... It'll be a big win because I think they're breathing down our neck still, so if we get some breathing space, it'd be nice. But uh, never easy to play up on the hill, so looking forward to it, though. Have you gone through the strengths of Collie, and where do you think their strengths are? Um, they're quite strong over the footy and in and under, and uh, they've always been a good hard side. You know when you play Collie walking off the ground. Um, yeah, so they're quite physical, and I don't know. We, I don't know. We might try to get them with a bit of outside running out of, but yeah. And you would have heard, of course, the last few. I mean, they've, they've won their last five. They're on a very big roll right now. Um, yeah, obviously, are. you know, Heath, Heath Yaron's one of those. Marlon Johns has come to the side. But they've obviously got, a, you know, got uh, some of the injured players back out there. Jeff Smith's been firing as well. So this is a really tough game for you guys. Yeah, not wrong. We, um, we, we've noticed, we, even when we played them the first time and they weren't travelling so well, and we, we saw their list in the budget, and we thought, well, there's got a lot of good names there to come back and that. So we knew... They were going to turn it all around. Now, a player who's been very good for you is Kane Berman, and he congratulations to him. He's playing state footy. Uh, yeah. Will he back up again, you reckon, depending on uh, injury? I'm not sure. I hope so, to be honest, because he's a massive, massive walker to tall when he's down back, and he takes a lot of grabs back there. So I really hope so. We'll just have to drill it into him, I suppose. <laughs> Now, in terms of your career, as we mentioned, uh, racking up the 150th just in the last couple of weeks or so, um, I'd imagine, you know, premiership's a big, big highlight right there. But any other big highlights that you've had in your 150 games? Um, oh, on top, oh, probably to win, a, win one best and fairest at the club was good yeah. because if you look at our best and fairest board, it's just got Jesse Gribble written all over it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you just tell him to stop hogging? <laughs> to sneak one in was nice. Yeah, so probably that, yeah. Was that the year Jesse Gribble was just injured most of the time? Or? No, actually, he had gone away for a couple of years. Ah, right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he's one name that would be busting for one of them flags this year, oh, wouldn't yeah. it? Because he missed the one you when you got it? Yeah, yeah. And then we play, he played in the losing one last year, so he was the, probably the one person I'd like to win one for, um, mainly. But, yeah, so hopefully... We'll, we up again and round the mark this year. I know it's a very difficult thing to do, but you were the losing grand finals last year. How do you, can you compare the two sides? Like, how are you sitting this year compared to last year? Um, well, it made everyone be hungry. We kind of cruised through last year, I think, because we were still, you know, going pretty well, and then got to the end and stumbled on the last hurdle, and um, then it kind of made everyone a bit hungrier. And we had a bit of a harder preseason this year, I reckon. And um, but yeah, we. It hasn't really shown as much. We've had a few injuries and people in and out a lot, so we're just trying to get everyone back together, um, get some continuity in that back together. I'm sure you guys are going to give it a red-hot crack, obviously, over the next few weeks because, uh, as I said, a lot on the line coming up in the uh, coming weeks or so. Round 14, uh, the big game happening uh, in Collie. 2.30 start for the Collie Eagles and Bunbury at the Collie Rec Ground. Hey, Brad, thank you so much for joining us. And again, congratulations on getting the 150th a couple of weeks ago. Really appreciate you having some time to have a chat to us here on Out of Bounds. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, guys.
Out of Bounds, Triple M. A reminder that we're going to be out and about on Sunday afternoon. Triple M rocking local footy is Craney. Oh, you poor thing. Nah, that's all right. I'm going to have to bring some cough lollies for you, aren't I, on Sunday? No, I just, yeah. You've got to be careful eating cough lollies. Because to be important. honest, I'm not 100% either. No, no, and it I might saw, be both out I there. saw Aaron on Wednesday. He's struggling as well. Uh, old mate, uh, the horse, he's struggling just a little bit. It might be a very quiet call. Or it might be a very raspy call at the very least. Everyone's just talking like this for most of the game. Actually, Aaron would be quite good at that, but anyway. Yeah, it would. He would. Uh, who's bro- got the football over there, Dad? Yeah, it doesn't matter, mate. Yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, broadcast game. Eaton Boomers versus Augusta be Margaret River. It will be a Glen Hewen Reserve. Probably the pick of the broadcast boxes, mainly because Alan Crane just uh, works his magic. Uh, that is going to be 2 o'clock from Sunday. Thanks to our mates at Bunbury Volkswagen, the home of the mighty Amarox. Let's start, though, looking at round 14 volunteer recognition round Saturday 220 the Hickman Cup Donnybrook versus the Harvey Bulls at VC Mitchell Park it is also Kale Biggs uh, Kale Beggs's 100th game congratulations to Kale Beggs and very good footballer Kale Beggs very good footballer in um, yeah this one should go to script Donnybrook have worked very hard to get into third spot and I don't think they'd want to um, throw that chance away they have a real chance to set themselves up here Harvey Bulls, look, you never, ever take any side lightly, yep. but they're just struggling for numbers, and um, I think it'll be a big ask for them in the afternoon. Uh, also, the 1999 Premiership reunion for the Donnybrook Football Club Oh, as those boys well. will have a great oh, time. Oh, don't you know that. Uh, the 2009 HBL Reserves Premiership reunion is happening on Saturday as well. 2.30, the league game, HBL taking on South Bunbury at Brunswick Oval. Yeah, good chance for uh, South Bunbury to test themselves against the, the league leaders who... Haven't put a foot wrong, there's no doubt about that. Um, what they need to do is improve their uh, pressure around the ground pressure, the South Bunbury side. It's all right to work very well when you've got the footy, but mm. you need to work just as hard when you haven't got the footy. And if they let HBL run, like they did Kerry Park, they're going to be in for a long afternoon. Uh, it's the sort of pseudo-twilight game happening at Kelly Park. Uh, 3.10 starts on Saturday. Kerry Park taking on Bustleton at Kelly Park. This is a huge day as well for Kerry Park. They've got three premiership reunions happening. The 1979 Reserves, 1989 Colts, and the 2009 League teams. That is a big day at the office, isn't yeah. it? There'll be a few Lots of reunions happening everywhere. Straight away. There's, yeah. I think I've got one coming up at the end of the year. I know you do. So that'll be a great day. Kerry Park are still in the hunt, aren't they? They, they did enough last week to show mm-hmm. that they can, uh, with Wallam up front, Yep. you know, Sam Reed's playing in that state game too, I think, so yes. hopefully he can back up for them. Uh, look, they wouldn't want to let this one slip, but they wouldn't want to drop their guard. Bustleton are a sort of side they've been down for a little bit, but can come up and bite you in the bum a bit, so... Is that a technical football side? No, I like that. That's good. That's, yeah, yeah. Um, so they'll be they want to be on their um, on their medal, but should win the game. Rory O'Brien also supposedly playing in that state game too. So there's a couple. Good of... luck to them boys that are playing Absolutely. in the state game. Yes, uh, that game happening on Saturday, I think, from memory. So they won't be able to back up because that game is on Saturday for Kerry Park. So. No, that won't. Well, that's going to be very there hard. You go. Yeah, <laughs> very hard indeed. I mean, it's not off the stadium. They might be able to wander their way back. Very tight. I would have thought. That's a that's a big. That's a big loss for the Kerry Park footy club, indeed. isn't it? Uh, two Sunday games, uh, 2.30, Collie Eagles, Bunbury. This is massive. This is just a huge game of footy, this one. This is finals already, isn't it? This is it? an elimination final early. It is. Um, yeah. Collie just cannot afford to make a mistake going into this. Bunbury uh, were very good last week and picked up four points where many people thought, or oh, maybe not. Mm. So, um, oh, geez, it'll be a great contest. Who are you tipping? Oh, 
I think, well, well, that's how good a contest it is, Dan. Mm. You've got me, maybe Collie up there. I'm going to say I'm tipping Collie. I reckon if Collie win this, the run home is an absolute belter. It really, really is. But it'd be interesting to see if Martin, Peak, and Longbottom play for Bunbury. Well, my, I mean, if it's week on, week off, I'd imagine that Peak's going to be back up north, and then whether Matt Martin's travelling 1,500 kilometres to play the game, I don't know. You'd come back for two weeks, wouldn't you? Possibly. He might be, because I think he did that last time, so yeah, it's I think a possibility. So. Uh, and then our game, Eaton Boomers, Augusta Margaret River. So both these sides lost last week. This is massive for them, because the Eaton Boomers, if they lose, all of a sudden Donnybrook are going to jump over the top of them. If Augusta Margaret River lose this one and Bunbury win, then all of a sudden they're sort of on the edge, possibly playing in fifth spot. It's an amazing game, our game, yeah. isn't it? It was only a couple of weeks ago we were looking at the Eaton Boomers thinking, mm-hmm. well, you just about got second spot locked into position. Yeah. And now it's all of a sudden changed. i got no doubt in my mind that Jamo would have um, reviewed that first half of that game and they simply weren't good enough yep. down there. But um, they'll come out foreign. And so will Eaton. They would have, Eaton have got um, the ability to kick a lot of goals in a short period of time. And that's a real... Uh, pressure thing from them. If you even if you're you know five goals in front of Eaton, there's still a chance they'll come back. A yep. lot of other sides haven't got the ability to do that. Yep. So I think I might have Eaton out at Eaton. Yeah, it's a massive game. As I said, we're live 2 p.m. on Sunday. Eaton Boomers, Augusta, Margaret River, and we'll keep you up to date with the Collie and Bunbury game as well. Thanks to our mates at Bunbury Volkswagen, the home of the mighty Amarok. Out of bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M.